it is my ongoing goal to be able to support you as the very best way that I can. And in order to do that, I really need to get to know you a little bit better, what your personal needs are for supporting you as a parent on this journey of children with autism and with your child, what their needs are and what you would like to help them most with. Because there may be many things, but there's usually a few top pieces that are very, very important to you that you know your child is really struggling with and you would like help with. And so in order to find out how I can support you best, I have created a short quiz. It's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. And if you uh, take that short quiz, you'll be able to give me some information and I'll get back with to you with some results and how I can direct you to the resources that I feel would help you best right now for where you are on this journey and for what you need for your particular specific child's needs. So I hope it's helpful. Again, go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. Hi there and welcome back. I am so happy that you're here today because I have an extremely important topic to cover that gets missed too often. Whether you have been handed a handful of supplements from a professional practitioner and they sent you home with them and you started them on with your child and they ended up going into some major behavioral issues from it, or you have been doing your own at home protocol and, you know, jumping around the internet, trying to figure out what to do. And you've started handing your child supplements. And again, their behaviors got worse. This is due to die off reactions. And today we're going to talk about what you really need to know about toxins and die off during your autism protocol, because slow for one is very, very important going slowly and knowing what you're doing because we know we get eager and we want to just try new things, but we don't know what that supplement might do or what the dosage is that's right for our child. And the term die off comes from actually pathogens such as say candida is actually dying, which is what we want, even from diet changes. When we take out the bad foods that feed the candida, like processed carbohydrates that turn to sugar in the body and gluten and casein and uh, which are dairy and wheat products and sugars, they all feed the candida, which thrive, helps it thrive. We don't want the candida to thrive. We want to starve it out. So even changing the diet to remove those bad foods and start getting more of the good foods in, when that happens, those pathogens start to die, which is what we want. But what happens is as they die, they release more toxins into the bloodstream. And because our child's liver is already loaded with toxins and congested until the liver is eventually working better and many toxins have additionally been gradually eliminated, the body is not able to keep up or with this fast rapid detoxification. It's too big of a die off. And then if this happens, symptoms or behaviors will change for the worse. So in this, in this situation, you want to stop or reduce dosages at the very, very first sign of an increase in behaviors. So let symptoms be your guide when you're doing it. But I'm also going to give you another tangible thing you can use in today's episode. So stay with me. So again, you want to stop or reduce the dosage you're on first sign of increased behaviors, because again, too many toxins are floating around in the body causing problems. 
failing to do this will cause extreme behaviors to, gel, to, to develop. You might see heightened stimming, anger, irritation, can't sleep, can't focus in a classroom, their, their, their tics have come back, their, you know, things like this, their speech is regressed. So you must go slow. The process is slow, but there is really no alternative. You wanna give it time, be consistent and keep working at this as long as is needed. Eventually as toxins and pathogens are eliminated, as other fundamental issues are corrected with diet and supplements, you will likely be able to get your child healthy and functioning as normally as possible. But it's again, a slow process. That's the toxins in the blood and outside of the cells and the fluids that are causing these symptoms and behaviors that, that you're seeing. There are also toxins in all the cells, or at least most of them. So these may be damaging the cells, but they're not causing pain and other symptoms to, that your child is experiencing. The cells want to get rid of them though, if they can. So mostly they can't release them because the blood has to be kept pretty clean within a, cer a certain pH range. And in fact, toxins are put into the cells to clean up the blood. So when the blood has too many toxins in it, cells aren't allowed to release those toxins in them. But when the blood gets cleaned up from toxins by taking things like toxin binders or getting the liver to process more toxins, we support the liver in multiple ways, or working up in a supplement dosage too fast, any of these things can cause the cells to notice the blood is more clean. So they say, great, the blood's clean enough that I can get rid of some of these toxins in me. The cleaner the blood is, the more cells there are that notice this and release toxins. Now, as the body has trillions of cells, that can be a lot of toxins being released. So what happens is that more toxins can get released than the liver, which is our organ of detoxification, or the binders, those toxin binders that we take as supplements to help sop up those extra toxins. When the liver and the binders, it's too much for them to handle. And the toxins then are now free floating around and causing problems and behaviors to develop. So it's kind of tricky. A small amount of binders may be a good thing, but a large amount will do too much and cause too many other toxins to be released by cells. So especially at first, when the cells are packed full of toxins, you have to find a dose that doesn't do too much. That doesn't cause too many toxins to be released by cells. For some things, this could be as low as a one drop a day it could be of a, of a liquid supplement. It's entirely possible that some activated charcoal or some other binder would be helpful in getting rid of some of the toxins that are in your child's system, causing these increased symptoms, such as the worsened behaviors. But it could be that even a small amount of cleaning up is going to be too much, causing even more toxins to be released. And that you basically just have to wait until the toxins get slowly eliminated. So again, this is a very slow moving forward process. In some cases, the charcoal or other binder may cause more toxins to be released then it could be pulling out of the body and that your child's body was way too sensitive to handle even a small amount more of toxins and therefore their symptoms increased. 
Of course, this isn't good. And for some at this point, not even a greatly reduced dosage would be good to do right now. Maybe you need to completely stop or reduce, uh, reduce the dosages. It can, it can vary per individual. Maybe you want to wait three or four days before resuming at a smaller dose than you were already out. Maybe a quarter of the dose that you've been using and you want to stop for, again, a few days to let the body, as I say, catch up with the release of the toxins and the excretion of them and kind of let it balance out. So again, symptoms can be your guide here. You can watch your child over time if, if a supplement is helping or making them worse and what dosages. And again, I'm gonna give you a, a tangible here in a moment. So it's one reason again, why it is important to practice and learn how to do muscle testing to get a yes or no answer when asking for body acceptance of a product, if it's okay for the body to accept this right now, and for dosages, you wanna test daily because they do change daily. One day they might be able to take say three drops of something, and then the next day they can only take one drop of it. If you test dosages for every supplement, especially the ones that can cause problems, before you give them and every day, then the testing might show beforehand and you should, if done accurately, know that something that have, know of something that's been working fine and may be important to do is too much for their body right now and needs not to be taken that day. Or perhaps the dose will test much less. So learning how to do this through practice will go a long way to preventing these extreme behaviors uh, and these symptoms from happening or at least reducing them. So I have a link in today's show notes to get my free muscle testing tutorial video to show you a little bit about what muscle testing is. Know that there are also other ways that, um, that I can share with you later on uh, in, in ways that you can test for your child in muscle testing, not directly if, they, if your child won't test. But this muscle testing tutorial here will be in the show notes uh, for you. It's a, a short video that you can watch to understand it. And, and that will be at the show notes will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 153. So don't ignore a slight increase in behaviors. It's a sign that too much is going on and it's going on too quickly. So back off before that behavior becomes worse. You can't push through it, though you might be able to use small amounts of toxin binders many times a day to help pull out the toxins from the body. And again, it may seem like this process is slow, but it may very well need to be done slowly. It's safer that way. And it's easier on both you and your child for the best results and the safest path. We must move through the four stages of the autism recovery process in a sequential order. Now I call it the four stages because it's what I developed uh, in the decade that I was researching and what I utilized to recover my own son from his symptoms of autism. When I was told it was not possible, I didn't want to listen to the naysayers and the so-called experts that told me that he couldn't get better. And I wanted to figure it out. And fortunately I did. And so now I've helped thousands of parents worldwide. And um, it's really important that, uh, that you know what to do. And so I would love to help you um, it's my whole passion and my whole reason for doing this. We've got to go through everything from A to Z. It needs to be done in a sequential order so it's safe because 
it's important that we be, begin by supporting the detoxification pathways. That's number one. If that's not done, you're going to see extreme behaviors developing. Your child's going to get worse. Other things can happen, can trigger other, other issues in the body, immune reactions, et cetera. So again, it's very, very important to do support detoxification pathways first. And that includes starting along with healing the gut because the gut controls the brain and it makes up over 80% of the immune system. So it's going to strengthen the immune system's ability to handle the detoxification. So that's obviously that first stage. We've got to, we've got to start there before we can rush off to other things. Next, we move into further detoxification after we've kind of stabilized things. And this would even include natural and safe heavy metal detoxification, which uh, what I use is very safe, very easy to use. It's a spray that tastes like water and it has no negative side effects where if you go to the doctor, you're going to get something called DMSA that actually allows for toxins to reabsorb into the body as it's excreting them. And it also pulls good minerals out of the body like magnesium and calcium. We don't want that. We want it to just do its job safely. So that's, again, that would be like the stage two portion. Then stage three, we're moving into working with co-infections. Now, these are, are infections and pathogens that are deeply affecting the brain and behaviors, and many tests for them will come out negative when they can be actually positive. So you're spending time and money on tests that you can't rely on. So again, I work, work with something, you, if you're using something safe and natural for them, then you can only help the system and not harm it. Now, these co-infections and pathogens include things like mold biotoxins, Lyme's disease, PANS or PANDAS and strep infections, uh, parasites. These are all very commonly missed in, in tests or, and tests are inaccurate or they're inaccurately uh, worked with. And then later on, we've got some, once all of the toxins and inflammation are out of the way and these pathogens have been eradicated, then you come to the maintenance levels and some brain support and repair options that can be very, very helpful to rebalance what was imbalanced when these pathogens were in the way of the brain's ability to function properly. So everything necessary for autism recovery is done in a very long period of time. It takes years and that varies per child. So always, always remember to go slowly, that know that there's no hurry and going slow actually helps you go faster and you'll get there. Just be patient. Again, having a complete A to Z roadmap to follow a, a sequential program that you know what to do and support on the journey plus patience are actually key to your success. I am offering a free 75 minute event on autism recovery, where I'm going to walk you through a deeper dive of these four stages and help to explain things a little bit further. And we're going to have some time for Q and a, and that is coming up soon. So please go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 153 and join me for this event where I will be explaining further on how you can go through this process, what the sequential order is. I'll give you some tools and tips and things that you can walk away with. And I'll also let you know how I can support you on this journey and give you a complete roadmap if that's something that, uh, that you'd like help with as well. 
because I know as a parent of a child who was once diagnosed with autism, how those sleepless nights can be, the, the worry, the concern about their future and their happiness, their current happiness, their self-esteem and their future. Are they going to be able to be independent and take care of themselves someday? And fortunately, I had such success with my own son that I just knew I wanted to share it with parents like you who were caring, willing to take the time to educate yourself and learn what there was that you could do for your child to make their life better and more fulfilling. And I have now helped parents in over 40 countries worldwide with greater speech, even for, for children who were parents who were told their child was nonverbal and would never speak. Their children are now speaking, some endlessly, they say. Others who were in tantrums 24-7 say, my, my child is now so calm and relaxed. You know, and children who couldn't focus in a classroom and getting D's and F's are now getting A's and B's. If this is what we want to do is help them move toward a greater ability because they're brilliant children, they're brilliant and they really, really deserve the best chance at, at uh, their greatest future. And your education and your implementing these things is the key to their success. So I really look forward to helping you on this journey Again, please join me for this free live 75-minute event on autism recovery, and I'll be walking through these four stages and doing a deeper dive into the things that we discussed here today. And uh, the link to register is at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 153. So go there now, register, please share it with any friends or anybody you know who may be interested. It's open to everyone. And I look forward to helping you on this journey. I'll see you soon.